Hey, welcome to Big Ideas for Every Org. We help leaders discover powerful big ideas that increase organizational impact. I'm Josh, and today we're joined by Anthony Jones. Anthony spent almost 20 years as the digital marketing director at Ducks Unlimited, the world's largest wetlands and waterfowl conservation nonprofit in the world. Today, he is the owner of Anthony Jones Consulting, where he helps businesses and nonprofits unlock the power of LinkedIn to generate more relationships and revenue. Anthony, thanks for joining us. Hey, Josh. Thanks a lot for having me today. Thrilled to be here. Awesome. So before we jump into uh, the topic today, tell us a bit about yourself and your work. You bet. Yeah. So as you mentioned, you know, I had the privilege of spending almost 20 years working for Ducks Unlimited, uh, where I led a team that was responsible for all the digital marketing programs for the organization. Uh, so that spanned the, the website, social media, uh, online fundraising, email marketing, and, and mobile app development. And uh, yeah, during that time, I had a, had a fantastic career, worked with some amazing people. We raised over $40 million through our, our online channels uh, while I was there and, and uh, just, just a fantastic experience. And about a year ago, I made a transition into my own consulting company, uh, where, as you said, today I help uh, organizations both in the for-profit and nonprofit sector uh, leverage the power of LinkedIn to generate more, more reach, more visibility, and more revenue for their business. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And me and Anthony were talking before the episode here and, and we're just uh, touching base on how we got connected. I connected with Anthony, gosh, probably a year ago or so on LinkedIn. Um, really just out of chance, he, he showed up in my feed for some, some posts, some content. And I grew up in Louisiana, duck hunting, uh, you know, part of local duck, ducks unlimited chapters. I know a lot of people involved with that organization. And uh, so it, for me, it was a, a quick affinity and a, uh, an easy decision to connect with Anthony a year or so ago. However, what I was impressed by was Anthony was at Ducks Unlimited and he was getting his Ducks Unlimited you know, LinkedIn channel, by extension, his own channel, in front of thousands of people, perhaps even millions by now, uh, who had no connection to his organization, to his nonprofit. And I just thought that is absolutely brilliant. So good job on that, Anthony. You've done a lot of incredible work on LinkedIn. So, you know, before we talk about LinkedIn as a, as a solution here to a certain problem, tell us, how did you begin to see this problem with nonprofits not using social media and specifically not using LinkedIn for nonprofits? Sure. So, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that part of my responsibilities at Ducks Unlimited was to oversee social media. And of course, that included LinkedIn. And LinkedIn really came on our radar four or five years ago. And at least for me, that was the one social media channel that I had no experience with. Well, the only time I use LinkedIn is when I needed to hire someone for my team. You know, I looked at it as basically a job board. Uh, but we noticed that that was starting to evolve. It was starting to change. So I became active on LinkedIn personally, uh, just to basically learn the platform, to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And over the course of several years and, and generating content and, and through a lot of trial and error, as you mentioned, I was able to kind of build up a, a personal brand, um, uh, again, just to understand the platform. And, and as I was doing this, I realized that so many organizations uh, simply take the wrong approach when it comes to LinkedIn. And that is they have the same view of it today that I had several years ago, where they just think of it as a place to, you know, recruit talent and, you know, post company updates, job postings, press releases. But they're, they're really missing out on the real impact 
that can be had when you empower your staff to be active on the platform and having them build their personal brands. That is the absolute biggest opportunity uh, that that organizations, both in the for-profit and nonprofit world, uh, have today. Yeah. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about you know what's the process of implementing this uh, in your nonprofit. How do you get your your uh, leadership within the nonprofit, uh, your influencers. Um, and this could apply to, to higher ed or, or ministries as well. But what's the, what's the process of doing this? Yeah, and, and there's a couple of steps. And, and you touched on, on one very important one just then. And that is really getting the executive level buy-in, uh, whether that's at the board level or you know, senior leadership uh, at the staff level. And really making sure they understand the value uh, of, of, of building this employee brand ambassador program. Um, obviously, if you are employed in an organization and you see your leaders are being active and they're leading from the front, that's going to make you a lot more uh, uh, likely to participate yourself. But the other thing that organizations really need to understand is they need to build a policy and have guidelines in place that support the employees as part of that process. And I've looked at a lot of social media policies over the last few years, and I can tell you that most of those policies take a very restrictive approach. Mm. You know, they talk about, okay, here are the things we don't want you to do. You know, be careful not to say this or do that. And they're so restrictive that it, it almost scares employees from being active on LinkedIn at all. And as a result, sure. there are 750 million LinkedIn accounts across the world, but less than 1% of the total LinkedIn user base posts content on a weekly basis. People just don't know what to post. They don't know how to interact with the network. And thus, that's part of the huge opportunity because the 3 million people who are posting are getting like 9 billion collective views to their content every week. So you really need a, a content strategy. You need a set of guidelines that gives employees the kind of guide rails or side rails, if you will, of what's appropriate. But it should not be so long and lengthy that it stifles participation or stifles creativity because at the end of the day, people connect with people. They connect with people on a much deeper and, and very real level than they do with any type of corporate brand, even a nonprofit organization that they may be passionate about. They connect with people on a human level a lot, uh, a lot better. And as we all know, in the business world, we do business with people we know, like, trust, and remember. And the same thing applies in the, in the nonprofit world. You know, people give to people. And by building true relationships on LinkedIn, by having real conversations, and by putting content out there that shows your personality mixed in with content that adds value to your, to your network, that's when you really start to, to build a brand that can be beneficial both for the employee, but also for the organizations that they work for. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I love the, the part about having uh, your nonprofit or your business's social media policy be in the spirit of empowering, not the spirit of restricting. I think that is just huge uh, for every, every organization. And I know it, it's scary to even think that way, uh, but it really does release people to go you know, live out your organization's culture and brand in an authentic way um, that at the end of the day is a net positive uh, for your team. Absolutely. And, you know, when I was at Ducks Unlimited, as I was over the digital marketing department, like I sort of put in a, a, a pilot program in place of, a couple of years ago where I, I had a meeting with my team and I said, OK, look, there's a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn. 
I want us as a team to start using the platform to, you know, to show what we're doing sort of behind the scenes. I wanted to post content that showed who we were, uh, showed our organizational culture, our values. And I encouraged my team to talk about projects that they were working on to show, you know, sort of behind the scenes type of content, things that people would connect with because I wanted people to see what we were putting out there. I wanted them to want to come work for our organization and I wanted them to want to come work for my team through the content that they saw us putting out on LinkedIn. Because again, most organizations, most teams aren't doing that. They're just using it to post jobs. They're just using it to put out the latest press release. And that's, again, that's not what people connect with at the end of the day. Yeah. So tell us what, what are some of the challenges that you had to face uh, and overcome during this time and implementing this at Ducks Unlimited? Well, you know, one of the things is you're always going to have employees who are more social media savvy than others. Some employees are naturally uh, going to be, they're, they're going to embrace that and they're going to look at it as an opportunity to build their brand where others uh, just simply aren't. And I think one of the things you have to understand when you, you know, start a policy like this or a program is, is just, you know, give your staff the tools and encouragement and, and the incentives to be active. Uh, but it's certainly not something you can force uh, because you can tell when someone's putting out content that that feels forced versus what feels you know natural. Uh, so really, really just you know giving employees the flexibility there. You know, I think for a lot of organizations, one of the challenges is just simply understanding the value and and the and the potential uh, because the return on that investment isn't you know immediate. And it's not always clear and it needs to be looked at as a long term effort uh, because it it does take time to build those relationships. And I think uh, for a lot of people, a a lot of leaders in today's world, especially when, you know, times are tough and the economy may be rough, it's it's hard to justify spending that time and effort on something that has such a long term uh, potential return. But that's certainly certainly one of the challenges. This podcast is brought to you by Antidote. With over 12 years of serving churches, campaigns, schools, and other nonprofits, Antidote has processed more than a billion dollars in donations. That experience has guided us in building tools that make giving and fundraising easy. Join over 20,000 organizations and increase giving today. Find out more at antidote.com. A-N-E-D-O-T.com. Antidote, powerful giving tools made easy. So Anthony, looking back now, uh, what are the positive effects and results from implementing this at, at Ducks Unlimited? And, and what can other organizations uh, expect from doing this? And, and just, I mean, one, one positive effect I saw for Ducks Unlimited was you were putting the Ducks Unlimited brand in front of thousands of people a week on LinkedIn who may have a loose affiliation with Ducks Unlimited, may know nothing about the organization, uh, but there you were in, in the mix uh, presenting the name of your nonprofit to, to all these people. So, so speak to us about positive effects and results that people and organizations can, uh, can expect. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot, I would say there's three, three really big ones. Uh, first of all, it's, you know, really engaging uh, with your, your donors, both current donors and potential donors, because they're on LinkedIn. Uh, they may not be posting, but they're scrolling through the content every day. So it's a great opportunity, as you just mentioned, you know, to connect and build relationships on a very real human level. So that, that that's one. Uh, another benefit is, you know, building relationships with potential corporate partners, uh, with foundations, there's a lot of organizations, obviously, that that are active on LinkedIn that your organization can can benefit from uh, engaging. 
And then third, you know, I know a lot of organizations, both in the for-profit and nonprofit sector, are bleeding talent right now. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to uh, to show the culture of your organizations, to recruit talent, but also retain the people who are working in your organization currently. That's awesome. So what would you say to those who are maybe on the fence uh, listening to this? They they have concerns about, you know, uh, changing their social media policy from a spirit of uh, restriction to a spirit of empowerment, who are uh, maybe afraid of, of letting um, their leaders loose on LinkedIn. What would you say to those uh, who have concerns? Well, my biggest statement there is now is the time to be active on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I kind of refer to this as the good old days of LinkedIn because uh, as I mentioned earlier, less than 1% of the user base is actually posting content. And when you think about that in context of other social networks, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, those networks are so oversaturated with content that unless you're paying for ads, uh, you're not being seen at any level of scale. Uh, but that's not the case with LinkedIn today. So like now is the time to be active and, and really take advantage of that massive organic reach. And, and I'll, I'll share a story with you. I was recently talking with a uh, company, uh, it was a, rec- a recruiting company who was asking for some help with their LinkedIn presence. And in the discovery call, they shared with me that their company page had about 14,000 followers, uh, which is a fantastic number. It's a great number to be proud of. And they were very proud of it. But as I was putting the proposal together, I went through and I looked and of the 30 employees in their organization, I added up all the connections in their network. And they had a total number of 123,000 people who were connected to those 30 employees. And they really thought that the reach of their brand was the 14,000 people who followed their company page. But in reality, it was well over 120,000 people. And that's how, that's how you need to look at the, the opportunity and the potential reach for your brand and for your, your organization's mission on LinkedIn. It's through the voices of the employees. Man, I love that. And and thinking in the thinking of nonprofits, you know, think about your board. You know, do you have five, 10, 15 people on your board? What does their LinkedIn network look like? Um, just so much opportunity with LinkedIn uh, in 2022. And I really hope uh, our listeners will take this and run with it. Um, just a huge opportunity. Anthony, thanks so much for coming on. Where can our listeners learn more about you and your work? Really appreciate you having me on today, Josh. Uh, They can find me online, obviously, at LinkedIn or find me at anthonyjonesconsulting.com. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Josh. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave us a rating and review. To view show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, visit antidote.com forward slash big ideas. Again, that's A-N-E-D-O-T dot com forward slash big ideas. We'll see you next time.